0: ever saw Darren during- <laughs> Brand. they are so ridiculous okay let's just start i just they're intolerable <laughs>
1: relentless shameless
0: they want to live in a miserable state are we filming oh filming <laughs> you always <laughs> say filming <laughs> are we filming are we filming are we recording Is this thing on <laughs> okay
1: okay here we go one two three la-di-da-di-da
0: Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) 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 Hello and welcome to The Current Conservative. I'm Allie. I'm Sunny. And thank you for coming back to listen to us again. We have a lot to discuss. A loaded episode. A loaded episode, but I would also like to say we don't really have bottom lines on many of it Mm -hmm. we have zero conclusions for you (laughs) folks if you've come to figure out what's going on you've come to the wrong place (laughs) okay before we've started filming we're just like i think we just need to be comfortable with the fact that like we're not gonna be the people (laughs) just embrace the fact that we're not
1: the knowledgeable ones
0: (laughs) we're just commentators right okay if you want real information Go listen to our boy, Dan Bongino.
1: Or Jack Pozo.
0: Yeah, go listen to Agent Pozo or Dan Bongino (laughs) if you want real stuff. We're just here. They're the actual smart ones. (laughs) We're just trying to make sense of... We have no idea what's happening, guys. America's (laughs) crumbling. (laughs) I'm literally crying.
1: We were like, wait, but... I mean, do you understand what's
0: happening? And Allie's like no, do you understand what's happening? I'm like, nope. There's just so many different psyops going on, if right. you wanna call it that. I mean psychological there warfare. Are two different realities
1: <laughs> going
0: on. <laughs> and we're just really trying to understand both sides. So to begin, do you wanna start with the that clip? We have a clip for you guys. We figured out how to get <laughs> audio. <laughs> we figured out how to extract audio from a file. Bam. Play clip number one.
2: Is this unprecedented to arrest a former president for not well, turning in documents? The former president that had committed this many provable criminal acts.
1: But what are the provable criminal acts? I guess.
2: <sighs> provable criminal acts. Well, I'm just I. I
0: <clears throat> There's always a sigh, and it's my favorite because the sigh means that they have nothing to say, <laughs> right? <clears throat> <clears throat> And then uh, I... I'm done talking. Yeah, I'm done talking. <laughs> or they throw a personal um, a personal people attack. Yeah, right. It's great. It's, it's great. It's great.
1: We love people who want to accuse others of crimes without actually knowing what those crimes are.
0: <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. Without being able to name a single thing because they just repeat talking points from right. Rachel Maddow.
1: It's like, don't
0: you think that if they had something on him, they would have gotten him by now? By now after... Two uh, impeachments. Russia hoax number one. Russia hoax number two. <laughs> Dan Bongino. PP <Pee-pee> tape. <laughs> tape. The PP tape. The PP tape, guys. The PP tape. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go listen to Dan Bongino. Uh, Honestly, the current conservative is a, a conveyor belt. <laughs> and a t- runway. <laughs> go listen.
1: Guys, he's the one. <laughs> okay. He's
0: the one. Okay. Hi, Paula, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> Shout out. The thing is, is that with the whole raid situation. Right. There's Break it down for us. <laughs> <laughs> do, you <know? laughs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know me? what's going on? There's just so much. We were looking at articles on like what to bring up and discuss, and there are different perspectives and different points to what's happening here. And then, like, apparently he had the nuke coats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: apparently, <laughs> apparently, or something. I don't know, something like that. And then I saw like yeah. a million memes He's saying it's
0: like one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Zero zero zero, <laughs> zero 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 one. Exclamation point! <laughs> Trump is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Trump, twenty twenty four.
2: You know, I THINK THIS IS AN ATTACK ON OUR CONSTITUTIONAL REPUBLIC. I THINK IT'S AN ATTACK ON THE RULE OF LAW. THIS IS THE FBI BEING USED AS A POLITICAL WEAPON AGAINST YOUR OPPONENTS. AND DO I THINK THE DIRECTOR OF THE FBI KNEW? ABSOLUTELY. DO I THINK THE ATTORNEY GENERAL KNEW? ABSOLUTELY. I CAN'T VOUCH FOR HOW FAR IT WENT UP. AND THEY MAY HAVE TRIED TO KEEP THE WHITE HOUSE AT, at ARMS LENGTH. BUT, I, I, YOU KNOW, I WOULDN'T BE SURPRISED IF THE WHITE HOUSE KNEW. But I can tell you I'm not surprised with Christopher Ray. I've challenged him before on whether or not it's constitutional to allow foreign intelligence warrants to be used against Americans. You'll remember when they spied on Trump to begin with, it was a foreign intelligence court and warrant. This is not really the same constitutional standard as the Fourth Amendment. And so they don't have to prove probable cause. And it was a terrible thing that we allowed to happen in our country, and it should never be used against a Republican or a Democrat candidate. But he allowed that and agrees with that, so I'm not surprised that he also would allow something like this to happen. But this is, it's demoralizing for the country, and it takes away so much faith in our law enforcement to say, oh my goodness, they're going to use the FBI to go after people they disagree with politically. It's This is a sad moment for our country.
0: That was Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky, who I personally love and really uh, look forward to hearing his input on many different topics. He's very well spoken. Right. And in this instance, he was talking about the Trump raid.
1: I think he brings up a really important point that there is a double standard here and to use this kind of power and the abuse of power on anybody is really alarming. Mm -hmm. What is the justification? The people want to see the evidence. (laughs) Yeah, And You know, we we've heard others talk about this pretense of, you know, what is the what was the warrant consisting of or what did it entail? What was the reason? What was the reason? Tell me the reason. Show us the receipts. (laughs) So, you know, we're interested in what this pretense is. Mm -hmm. They can go in on the pretense of one particular knowledge of a piece of evidence like hey we want a warrant for x y and z we have you know there are certain documents that trump took that we he's not supposed to have which he he was he cooperated with they visited his home he greeted the door he said here you go take what documents you want they even re-secured the location with an extra secure lock oh if there was so much risk involved with the documents that he had why did they wait 18
0: months exactly So in a hundred days before a midterm election. Right.
1: And the point that I was trying to make here is that they can go in on that pretense of a certain speculation, but then willy nilly go and raid the entire house and find, you know, evidence of other crimes that they don't have to show any evidence or they don't have to show a warrant for or whatever. They can just go in and say, oh, well, we went in for documents, but then turns out we found, you know, evidence of January 6th collusion.
0: Yeah. Right. And so they can just change it. T- right, based however, on what uh, evidence they supposedly and then, find. Yeah, I I saw a meme and I was like dying, and I hope it's true. Of the fifteen boxes that apparently the <laughs> FBI took from his right. house, it was like the thirty three thousand emails that Hillary Clinton <laughs> destroyed yes, and acid wa- <laughs> acid washed. Yeah, the <laughs> I just <laughs> printed out all the emails. Where are the, I got emails? the receipts? <laughs> Trump has the receipts. Were, I'm
1: sorry. Were the receipts in Melania's drawers?
0: <laughs> yeah, were they in her? I'm sorry
1: pockets i just i don't understand guys they were in there for nine and a half hours yeah no attorneys present yeah the attorneys are not allowed like attorneys are supposed to be the third party supposed to be protecting you know each party separately there should have been an attorney present for each i mean the thing is here is the facts are so spare sparing like we
0: don't it's ever changing
1: so true it's so true. Changing. We're going to talk about that later, how liberals just love to redefine everything. And it's like, we don't have information beyond what they're telling us. I mean, yeah. we weren't in Mar-a-Lago. We're not in the FBI. Yeah. We don't know what's going on.
0: But at the same time, we're not stupid. And we can, we know that they have a playbook and that the playbook has never changed. And so for them to now go in and raid Trump's house and, again, make it so arbitrary. Right. And there's no there's n- what is so unspecified yeah what is exactly happening here and it's we have to l- look into the
1: i mean but even when you listen to the news even when you listen to the mainstream news or y- i've like you hear dan bongino talk about it they're all saying like it's just there's what is the evidence What yeah. they're trying to claim that he's uh, committed a crime under the espionage act like what what are you talking like show us the proof show us the receipts yeah
0: yeah, and it's been 18 months.
1: Nothing. Like, he's been just doing his thing, living his life, and you guys still won't get his name out of your mouth. Like, yeah, they're obsessed with him. Obsessed.
0: Yeah. Well, ultimately, they're trying to make it a way so that he cannot be elected in 2024. Right. That's the goal here. And if you listen to Jack Pussabek, which maybe not all of our listeners, all of you out there, <laughs> hi, mom, um, <laughs> to both of our mothers. <laughs> hi, mom. Hello, honey. Um, But Jack Pusbeck says that we need to prepare mentally for what is to come next and the arrest of Donald Trump. And that is not a huge conspiracy at this point. What's the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality, Sunny? Six months. Right. But in this case, I would say maybe six weeks. The idea that the administration doesn't know what they're doing, they absolutely do. We have to address this and make it clear that the current conservative does not stand for people who say that th- this administration is stupid and doesn't know what they're doing. Absolutely. This administration has been working towards this moment, this time in space right. for as long as their existence. And we have to acknowledge the the Democrat Blame. Party yep. is a compromised agenda. Yeah. Compromised and infiltrated by the Communist Party. And that's the bottom line. They are communists themselves. Yeah. (laughs) We're not not radical or anything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what really like if you don't like the term communist, that's fine. But what really is happening here is Marxism. And that's what's really infiltrating the, the Marxism is the... The thought behind. Arching ideology. Yeah, behind right? communism. And
1: even there, you can, one could argue, you know, that there are different types of theories and ideologies taking place. That's fine. But what we, what really is like the act of ha- what's happening, the takedown of a true democratic society where the people of the society have a voice and a representation. allowing for their consent to take place, allowing Mm. for a discussion to take place about what the people want and targeting political opponents without so much as any announcement. I mean, it's like, I don't understand. Like they just go in there. They've been after him for six years and now all of a sudden they just want to go into his barge on into his house with some crazy warrant. I mean, we have to remember that they wrote a fake dossier with mm-hmm. fake crimes, yeah, brought it to a judge and had them sign off on that to, <laughs> to sign a fake warrant or a warrant based on fake evidence, yeah, to spy on hi- the political opponent, yeah. They have so they've already, committed. Been spying. Yeah, they've yeah. already been like t- trying to take out their political opponents. Yeah. This is just a flagrant, mm-hmm. flagrant abuse of power, yeah. And that's why it's important for people to realize that it's not about Trump himself. It's about they could have done this to anybody. Why didn't they do it to Hillary Clinton then if it, if what she did was so egregious? Because they don't care about her. They you know like Yeah, they
0: protect her. I mean it's liberal privilege. Right? It's liberal of privilege. Course. They get away with everything. They have. I mean our next point is the CDC dropping the guidelines.
1: Right. And I'll just remind because <laughs> It's really important to remind what Hillary's actions actually were. Destroying, 33, f- deleting, and destroying a server with acid and taking a hammer to it after being subpoenaed for her 33,000 emails. <laughs> that what? clearly showed her her lack of consideration for classifications of documents. Yeah. And now they want to go in there and say that Trump took documents. He has security clearance. Yeah.
0: Right. Am I missing something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We're living in an illusion at this point. That's why we were laughing earlier. It's like, what the heck is going on? Like, right. there's just so many different intertwining truths and untruths. It's untruth called and, uh, the
1: greatest movie <laughs> ever written <laughs> by the liberal Hollywood Marxist Psychopaths. Party. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, next point is, which kind of leads from what our last point was, is that the liberal privilege... Um, As many of you probably heard, the new CDC guidelines from the CDC focuses on individual decisions. That's a quote uh, from an NPR headline. (laughs) And the points are, those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Oh. 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 (laughs) Wait. I'm sorry. Wait. Wait. I'm sorry. Sorry. I thought that two weeks were necessary. Um, And then they reduced it down to 10 days. Oh. (laughs) Oh. So, wait. Follow the science? No. The next point is unvaccinated people now have the same guidance uh, as vaccinated people. <gasps> I thought I was an endangerment to society. I thought I was killing grandma. <laughs> oh. I got That's f- interesting. I personally did not get fired by it, but I did end up quitting a job because of right. the CDC restrictions that my boss wanted to enforce on me. But Sunny was fired from her position. Yep. And... Yep. L.A.?
1: Yep. I, yep. It was a really crazy situation that would obviously be a much longer story. But yeah, I was fired and I actually had been given a grace period because I had COVID and they were like, oh, well, three months, you can, you can work for three more months Mm. um, because we can't, you know, you can't get the vaccine for three months once you've had COVID, right? Right. Follow the science. Follow follow the the science. science. So, you know, we'll let you go for three months. So I was allowed to work for three months being unvaccinated. But once that three months hit,
0: oh. (laughs) you're fired oh (laughs) no more natural (laughs) immunity for you
1: it's gone it's over
0: i i mean i was booked up for a client last year for our original contract was four months and then she only wanted me for two months because i wouldn't get the vaccine so (laughs) So two months versus four months yeah so i was allowed in their house (laughs) for two months but then when i continued to reject and oppose getting the vaccine they canceled my contract and i was without a job for two months yep
1: or and I gave in a medical and religious exemption, and I said to them, hey, if you guys accept this, you're a private employer. You can do whatever you want. You can choose not to follow these rules, and no one would say anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's going to come after you? You right. know what I mean? The police are already set. the police. The police had said, like, we're not enforcing these rules. No. Like, this is absolutely outrageous. And um, they straight up looked me dead in the eye and was like, oh, I told them, if everyone woke up tomorrow and said no, this would be all,
0: be all done. This that's would all be over. And they looked me now. dead in
1: the eye and they said, well, that's just not going to happen. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, mm. I survived the um, winter
0: of, what is it? Um, extreme illness and death. Right. Yeah. I survived. Hashtag. We both did. <laughs> hashtag. Survived. Survivor. <laughs> hashtag.
1: I got fired. <laughs>
0: The next point on the NPR headline says students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. And then it's no longer to it's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Oh, but I thought you could be asymptomatic. Yeah, I thought that you could just have it and you were spreading it all over without even knowing. (laughs) Oh, walking around. My (laughs) breath is contaminated. Right. But let's
1: like never forget this. Never forget what they did yeah. to you and your families and your friends, destroying relationships, destroying marriages, destroying families. Yeah.
0: I mean, down with Fauci and the FBI and the CIA and all these people and the CDC and and the WHO and the WEF, these people are lying to you and they want to control you by this psychological manipulation yep. that has been used by all leftist regimes throughout history. Right. Yep. Same same tactic,
1: different subject. Same playbook. Know the right. playbook, people. They're trying to get you to be the subject of their tyrannical oppression. Right. And control your every movement.
0: Yes. The next point we want to bring up is the $750. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. The $750 billion spending bill mm-hmm. that was passed by the Senate this week. It's They're calling it the... Reduction inflation. Inflation. Act. Re- <laughs> inflation but right they're no longer in I including don't even how do people I'm ha- sorry. That is literally <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. But listen the, oh. they've dropped the name of the bill on all headlines in the mainstream media. So now they just call it like the tax bill. Exactly, because it doesn't make sense. Well, people have caught on and they're like, wait a minute. Inflation. How do you spend seven hundred fifty billion dollars and then, and then reduce inflation? Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see that they doubled the size of the IRS? So they've Implemented in this ta- in this Inflation Reduction Act bill, they have now agreed to hire on eighty seven thousand more tax agents right. by the IRS, and we found the major duty job description. And first of all, I guess with the pay, I saw this on another thing. The pay is between fifty thousand and eighty thousand dollars, which isn't like I mean, it's well, yeah, because they're not trying to get the best of the best, right? So listen to this. Major duties adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially in maintaining honest and integrity work a minimum of 50 hours per week, which may include irregular <laughs> hours and be on call 24 seven, including <laughs> holidays and weekends. Am I getting overtime? <laughs> like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to uh, life threatening situations on the job. Uh, this is the first time I'm reading this. No. Carry a <laughs> firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary and be willing and able to participate in arrests, <gasps> execution of search warrants and other dangerous assignments. So these are our new IRS tax agents. If our founding fathers knew that we have tax agents, right. armed tax agents. Sounds more like the Gestapo to me. Sunny. They were already against taxation. Yeah. Taxation without representation, baby. I thought you guys were against guns. (laughs) Right. But the tax agents are allowed to have weapons? Yeah, they want to make it harder for tax-abiding or law-abiding citizens to have a gun that is a constitutional right to protect against these frickin' 87,000 new IRS agents that are now going to be armed.
1: Right. To go do hey, we're going to audit you and also
0: <laughs> don't move or I'll shoot. Right. <laughs> what? Literally, our founding fathers are rolling over in their grave. Right. Not only
1: are they spending $750 billion, adding all these tax agents, sending $4.5 billion to the Ukraine, I can't. and they have not firmly stated that taxes will not be raised on Americans making under $400,000. Oh, well, they Which, have. by the way, is. Not a small amount of money.
0: No, no, no. Janet Yellen says that they won't do that. Janet Yellen is the U.S. Treasury Secretary, Director, whatever. Right. And she said that, no, no, we won't do that. But Mm -hmm. also, she also said that recession is just a transitory. Or our inflation is transitory. so...
1: It's just this is like uncharted territory. It's fine. It's fine.
0: They won't right. they There's won't grace target period. the middle class. It's fine. Believe us because we've not lied to you one hundred million times already. Right. Believe everything we say. Follow the science. Yeah. <laughs> follow, follow the science, Sunny. Trust the science. Oh my gosh. I well, mean if you can't
1: see that they're trying to collapse the the currency, the system, the entire system as a whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just not looking at the facts. These are, yeah. f- these are facts that are out in the open. These are bills that they're literally passing. They're creating it into legislature. Not to mention this bill also pushes funding for like electric garbage and renewable energy. Do you guys realize, does everybody realize that electricity depends on an electrical
0: grid? <laughs> and who owns our electrical grid?
1: That that can be shut down China. at any time. Oh my goodness! People. Well, speaking
0: of corrupt bureaucrats that have hijacked our country and have <laughs> infiltrated within. Oh, there is another one. Um, the um, you know, as we said last time, the current conservative will, will keep you updated on D.A. Regal Recall Gascon or yep. sorry, let me say that again: the Recall D.A. George Gascon campaign. Right. And Sonny and I have worked on the campaign and we're very emotionally and yep. mentally involved and yes. passionate about this topic because we have seen <laughs> the absolute destruction and degradation of Los Angeles over the last two and a half years. Yep. It is rampant with crime. We don't feel safe leaving our apartment. We don't feel, feel safe walking around. Yeah, we are constantly looking over our shoulder. There's... At any time, at any place, something can happen, and there is a serious issue of organized crime happening throughout L.A., and these criminals are completely emboldened. They have new technology. There's reports of Chilean gangs coming up through the border and doing these really intense, um, high-level scales of, you know, robberies and how um, home break ins like people are getting like this guy shot a guy the other day and Sherman Oaks who barged into his house shot him rightfully so <laughs> rightfully so that is what our Second Amendment constitutional right, right is for is that it is for protection against right. when the government no longer will protect your public safety. Yep. Okay, as of Monday, August 15th, we are adding this piece in that is an update from the L.A. County Registrar that pertains to the recall district attorney, George Gascon, campaign. This is the official response from the Registrar's office, and obviously we've all seen the social media posts going off, but this is just an update to what's actually happening and what Sunny and I think will ensue in Los Angeles.
1: The Los Angeles County Registrar Recorder's office uh, and the supervisor... Dean Logan announced that they completed their examination and the verification of the 715,833 signatures that the recall committee submitted. So this is from their press release based on the examination and verification, which was conducted in compliance with the statutory and regulatory requirements of the California government code, elections code and code of regulations 520,050 signatures were found to be valid and 195,783 were found to be invalid. Mm. Obviously, we needed 566,857 valid signatures and therefore they have stated that our petition did not meet the required amount of signatures, the sufficiency requirements, and no further action shall be taken. So then they present a summary breakdown of what categories the invalid signatures fell into. So without getting too into the too many numbers, uh, the biggest category was of non-registered voters, which makes sense somewhat. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people sign the petition and don't know that they're not registered to vote. And that right. was obviously a you know major point that we were trying to... Uh, you know drive
0: home during the campaign
1: exactly getting people to you know make sure you're voted or registered to vote yeah and then the duplicates but the thing is we went through so many duplicates so to have so the not registered vote just to be clear was 88,464 that I mean it seems high Mm -hmm. but okay the duplicate number was 43,593 that's yeah that's, that's crazy no Allie and I were we're in the war room okay <laughs> we, we were saw. there we were there and we the the verification process was w- i mean first of all was insane it was way beyond anything that we could have con- c- had control of right and it's just beyond what anyone could have imagined mm-hmm. and i just i personally i don't i don't trust these numbers <laughs> right no but same. you know this is the amount of duplicates okay fine No problem. The next question or the next category is different addresses. Mm. I'm sorry. So if the person signed the petition and they put their wrong address down for whatever reason, maybe they just moved or maybe they were registered at their work office address instead of their home address or whatever. Those to me, if the signature matches... That gets counted. Like that's right. that's crazy. That's so that's so arbitrary. I know. <laughs> Again with the
0: arbitrary. <laughs> the government is arbitrary. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is thirty-two thousand thirty-two thousand one hundred and eighty-seven people didn't get their signatures counted because they just miswrote their address. Mm. Okay. Mismatching signatures. Again, I would love to see what's mismatching about it. How different the signature is. Would yeah. love to see. Um And we're gonna get into, you know, all of the steps of what happened with the committee and the the registrar and why, you know, we're at this place now where we are going to eventually be inspecting their rejected signatures. Mm -hmm. So the mismatch signature was about ten thousand. Then they have a group called cancelled.
0: Cancelled. What is
1: oh, sorry, cancelled. Cancelled. What What does that mean? (laughs) Seventy three hundred out of county address. Whatever. Whatever, they just don't count, fi- 5,300. And then the <laughs> the ever so elusive other. other.
0: <laughs> and how many others are there? 9,331. What does that even mean?
1: We don't even know. Yeah. We don't know.
0: We would like some answers.
1: So they have notified us and per California code, government code, they've decided, no sorry, Bob, your petition doesn't go through. Yeah, no recall election for you so we were obviously this was not the result that we were hoping for Mm -hmm. however not surprising at all personally I could have seen this coming from a mile away and so today we obviously released or the recall released you know the statement um, and this is this was our statement while the initial result results are very surprising and disappointing, the recall committee intends to exercise its full statutory and legal authority to review the rejected signatures and verification process that took place and will ultimately seek to ensure no voter was disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, according to the registrar, over half a million residents placed valid signatures on a petition to initiate the recall of LADA George Gascon to deprive them of that uh, of the opportunity to restore public safety in their own communities is heartbreaking. And to interpret this in any other way other than a wholesale rejection of Gascon's dangerous policies would be disingenuous or naive at best. Half a million signatures are in addition to 37 cities voting no confidence and over 98% of Gascon's own prosecutors support the recall. The removal of Gascon from office has never been a matter of if, but when the citizens of LA cannot afford another two years of Gascon unleashing havoc on their streets. Mm. People's lives are at stake. 100% accurate. People will die because of this.
0: I just want to highlight two things that were said in there and it's 37 cities Right. Voted no confidence in George Gascon, which means that those city council members got together and they voted on whether or not they believed in the policies of George Gascon. And 37 cities in Los Angeles County voted no. And that's huge. That's a huge representation of L.A. County. And people who are
1: actually representing their constituents.
0: Right. And then additionally, another statistics you said in there is 98% of the um, of the DA's office, which is the largest distr- district attorney's office in the Crazy. country. 98% of the district attorneys that work in yep. the LA County do not support it's these pathetic. policies that he's implementing. So... I just want to, you know, kind of give a little my own statement. Yeah, please and do. I Can we, think, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, no, I just, I think, I mean, unless it's tied in, of, you know, the process that we've been through and how we oh, haven't yeah. been able to, to oversee the process and yeah. why we're at this point. But go ahead.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, like, I truly believe like the, sa- the recall was sabotaged from the inside out. We can't say all the details, but. The corruption is as deep and as wide as anyone could possibly imagine. Truly. The campaign did our best to overlook and verify each each signature before turning them in, but because of circumstances beyond our control, it was impossible to check every single one. The ROV, which is the register's office are sadly some really shady MR, mother efforts. Yep. And
1: <laughs> the board of supervisors who could have put pressure on them.
0: Yeah, right. Well, they clearly have been, you know, dealt some Soros money maybe. And there's only one of
1: them who's even remotely, you know, supportive of 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 this and, oh, and sees the reality. Wow. The other ones are totally, you know, they're lunatics. Yeah, uh,
0: disillusioned. But they've blatantly ignored the 2020 guidelines and we're using yep. guidelines from yep. 2017 yep. right yep i don't even know how that that with just that
1: alone alone, not alone.
0: can very uh, to me null and void this no, is null and void absolutely it was not it was not it, how do we know the rules?
1: not accurate not ethical these yeah. results honestly to me i'm not surprised by them but they mean nothing to me yeah zero because
0: they cheated and that's the yep. only way that the liberals know how to win So then the head of our elections, Dean Logan, is a fraudulent individual who was kicked out of liberal La La Land, Seattle, for how corrupt he is, and was shipped off to lucky L.A.
1: King County, Washington. I looked that up. So apparently, and in L.A., in L.A., someone found a bag of ballots on the side of the road and she tried contacting the registrar's office for like days and days being like i found these ballots in a bag on the side of the road and he drove to her house and picked them up
0: himself oh
1: perfect oh
0: trustworthy shady
1: and the washington situation was they had to recount the race twice and on the third try they were like oh my gosh she won The, the radical socialist yeah. Lunatic won Oh my gosh oh, That's crazy how We just happened to find yeah. 300 votes
0: Ugh I mean It's all making sense The more and more Right That their corruption Gets exposed The 2020 election Makes a lot more sense Doesn't it people <laughs> Doesn't it but to start, finish off. Starts to make you wonder. Yeah. Starts to make you ask some questions. <laughs> um, but to continue, the, the ROV did not also allow the campaign to review their signature verification process, which is blatantly also against the law. Yep. Am I right in that?
1: Absolutely. It was yeah. 100% within our right to be able to oversee the verification and process we, while it was happening.
0: And we were ignored. And then. All right. And then. Again, you know, like the statement said, the campaign will exercise their statutory and legal authority to the fullest extent of the law, which is great. And that tells us that the campaign is going to continue to fight and right. get answers from this corrupt ROV office and these right. corrupt and bought out by Soros individuals. And right.
1: then... And what Ali is referring to is that we do have the ability to... Go into the registrar's office and inspect the signatures that were rejected and Mm -hmm. find out why they were rejected in fuller detail.
0: Right. And then my last my last thing I want to say is, is that this is going to just absolutely wreak havoc on public safety in L.A. And it's going to embolden criminals even more. It's going to get scary in L.A. and so be it. L.A. is going to continue to burn. And let it happen, I say. You know what? Those who wanted change really fought for it. And again, we were struck down by corruption and by these evil, ill-intentioned officials in our county. Who have
1: have zero interest in public safety being on the side of the people yeah Yeah, let alone public safety yeah
0: (laughs) they don't care what the will of the people is right and i just say it's time for liberals to see how destructive they are as a whole and hopefully they wake up and get a gun before these organized crime and you know crime groups come up through chile come up through the border and hurt someone they know yeah i mean these these thieves these criminals are crafty and like i said earlier they have technology that are able to disarm the highest most you know luxurious alarm systems right. in these houses and doesn't
1: even matter criminals who have an intention to hurt or kill
0: they will they will they know that they're gonna get a slap on the wrist even right. maybe if that maybe be sent off to jail for eight hours and get a nice warm right. meal and a shower
1: the the guy who murdered that cop yeah Last week was out the next day.
0: Right, we're living in and if you think that Marxism,
1: if you think that the criminals don't know what's going on, yeah. you are sorely disillusioned because there are criminals in jail right now who want to go get Gascon's name tattooed yeah. on their face. Yep, that's how much they are so excited.
0: They call him their, his homie. Yeah, yeah, homie. Yeah. they are cheers
1: in the prison j- juice.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, just to yep. end, liberals are corrupt and they are never to be trusted. Yep. Never forget what they took from us. They took uh, from us our public safety. And our livelihoods. And our livelihoods. The quality of life yep. is totally destroyed in Los Angeles yep. due to these destructive and dangerous yeah. liberal policies. Yep, Defund the police. Defund the police all in the name of social justice. Right. Yeah. And, and it's uh, it's... <laughs> I mean, election, l- elections have consequences, too.
1: That's, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, they do. If you think that standing by and doing nothing and just letting it, the problem work itself out is going to do anything positive, <laughs> you don't realize that people actually have the opposite agenda. And so if you do nothing, evil men will take, will take over. Will make their move. Will make, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just want to really, like, drive home the, the point about The registrar not conducting their process with current laws. Right. So once again, there is a double standard here where, you know, if someone on the right were to do something like this up in arms, it would never fly, would never happen unethical to the nth degree. Yeah. But here we are. We had you know, uh, requested several times to get in there and, and, or, and to oversee the process that they were doing. They ignored us. Ignored. Yep. Then, you know, our committee found out that they were actually using outdated training manuals and processes to train their four to 500 people who are working on this process, literally training them with the Wrong manuals, outdated. Mm-hmm. So in tw- that was from the 2017 manual. In 2020, they changed the election laws, which applied to our recall election, that every vote counts. Mm-hmm. And they made it doubly difficult for anybody to throw out a signature, meaning it had to go past two officials to be thrown out. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, it's innocent until proven. It's false. But in this case, in the they were not using those rules because they obviously didn't want it to go through (laughs) and to say that they, you know, are unbiased is just completely false. Yeah. Um, And so obviously they were doing that on, I mean, I don't know if it was on purpose, but it seems that way. And we found out that they did that. And so everyone sending them emails. Literally Dean Logan got like 2,300 emails. Amazing. Solace got like 1,600 emails. They were all getting blown up. The public was letting them know we know that you are not following the rules, you are not following the current standards of the law, and all we are asking is for a fair, accurate, and ethical verification process right period
0: period the
1: the the fact that we we are not held to the state or the liberals are not you know w- n- both of us aren't held to the same standard just goes to show that there is just there is foul play it's called liberal privilege yep people. the fight. Has not been and will never be easy because radical leftists have zero regard for the people or our interests and clearly they wish harm upon us. They have a blatant lack of transparency, never mind the obvious corruption, and it's just not surprising. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Ugh. extremely, extremely frustrating, heartbreaking, disappointing. We worked tires tirelessly, Literally. through Many, many sleepless nights. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um and it honestly it was all in the name of fighting for those people who have lost their loved ones. Yeah. You know, and we've met them personally and we've seen their faces and we've seen how important this is to them and yeah. Gascon just like laughs in their face and says it's the gun's fault and like just walks off stage and answers no questions and has literally zero compassion for people whose lives will never be the same. Yeah. So just try to put yourself in their shoes and, um you know, imagine seeing your murderer roam the streets of L.A. without a care in the world, emboldened to leave more destruction in their wake.
0: Yeah. I mean, the victims pile up underneath Gascon's policies. And again, it's it's not just Gascon. It's these progressive DAs yep. all over the country that are being installed by Soros yep. that have real consequences for um, the American people. And it's really, it's so sad to see, especially just, I mean, I'm a native Californian yeah. and to see my state just completely Rip erode. Ripped shreds, yeah. Yeah, and just become this...
1: Decayed, just yeah, diluted, just
0: completely destructed. You know, destroyed, and it's so sad. It seems it like a very hopeless situation in many ways. And just to add on to that hopelessness, <laughs> um, I, I I saw a tweet today, and it said, um, "This is from the Hoover Institute between 2016 and 2023." San Francisco will spend nearly $4 billion on homeless, and yet San Francisco's homeless rate is 12 times yeah. the U.S. average. The city's vision of harm reduction and de facto crime acceptance has failed. Time for a new policy approach. Yeah. And then Susan Collins is the one who posted this, and she's running for city council in L.A. But she says... How much longer is the state of California going to allow this horrifying social experiment to continue? We all know housing is not the solution for addiction and mental illness that we see on our streets. We all know things have not improved with our current Housing First policy. In fact, we have never spent more, housed more, or buried more. Housing first is literally killing people and devastating the quality of life for everyone. It's way past time to do the right effing thing and shut it down. We must restore funding programs that provide right. treatment for mental yep. illness and addiction, increase temporary housing or people in treatment for people in treatment provided in a way that ensures the safety of the surrounding community and expand rental subsidies to a much broader economic demographic with additional subsidy incentives to people who are willing to accept housing in an area that allows them to function without a car. And she says, crisis solved. I mean, a lot easier said than done, but there needs to be real action in California or people are going to continue to flee. But don't forget guys, the the Democrat Party wants you to think that Gascon made California the model for the country. They have used that exact phrase and you should take that extremely personally and seriously because the way that They're running California the way that Nancy Pelosi has run her district, the way that Kamala Harris ran San Francisco and this and her Senate seat and the way that Gavin Newsom run his mayor seat in San Francisco. Gascon, again, served as D.A. in San Francisco for eight years and now he's back in L.A. destroying it. And on these, purpose. These corrupt politicians <laughs> are destroying our state and I'm sick of it. I'm a fourth generation Californian and I do not see a future in my own ha- own home state. I cannot afford a house here. No. These policies have destroyed our generation. It's like and I, then they want to just taunt it in front of the country and say, "Oh, this is the model." Right. Are you are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> You're a joke.
1: The left is a joke. It's a disgusting, despicable, shameful disgrace. <laughs> like, I, it's done. Like, it's done. It's I, what's, it, what's done is done. And people who still have yet to see it come to L.A., walk the streets. Yeah. Walk the streets and feel how safe you are.
0: Well, no, it's not even they wouldn't even realize the difference that it, it's, you know, the decline that L.A. has taken since 2019 or 2020 even. Right. They wouldn't have anything to compare it to. And so just right. like any o- other leftist that you show a, p- a problem to, they'll oh, laugh in your yeah. face oh. and say it doesn't really matter. And it doesn't right. really, like no one really cares. Just give them a
1: house. Do you, does someone, do you, do people, they they don't realize that someone who is addicted to meth, <laughs> put them in a house. Like that's going to f- change everything. Change like that's going to make their life better. Guess what? The meth is the problem. And you know what they don't focus on is rehabilitation. Yeah, Great. Help these people. Get them help. Yeah. like Get them into a shelter where they're not allowed to do drugs. Get them
0: the resources they need. Yeah. Don't give them free crack pipes and a space to do it. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, throughout history, if we look, you know, into California politics back in like the 80s and 90s and even the 2000s, it's sad to say, but like uh, the older generation was very complacent with the lack of solution for these homeless people. And then the veterans (laughs) and yeah, and the veterans and then the drug crisis. Like, I mean, it's really it's hard to like really place blame on one particular group of people. But of course, it's like I mean, if you if you consider the entire history of the US since the end of World War Two and like the Great Depression, the 30s and 40s, that generation grew up to be the greatest generation, you know, ever. And because they grew up in that depression and it's like we're kind of that next generation like, you know, even maybe the Gen Zers and the, uh, the Generation yeah, I don't even think they realize what's coming to them. Yeah, but like we're gonna grow up with a different appreciation yeah. and gratefulness for what America gives us as, a, as like citizens, but um, Well, when
1: you see the country that you grew up in is no longer there. Yeah, it's but
0: like what I'm saying is like the baby boomers got to grow up. Oh, just, yeah. Like such a great era, like the golden era. I mean, the internet happened. Yeah. They got the internet boom, the housing, boom. like, yeah, the Everything. Like everything, the Y two K, like everything was just dandy. <laughs> Holla dandy. And then and then they got very yeah. complacent and yep. ignored a lot of the problems that were starting to right. really seep in and just start to
1: The cracks in the wall and yeah. the communists yeah. scampering through. Well,
0: as we said, the communists are patient. Yep. They play the long game. And now we're really seeing the total degradation of our yep. culture. And the uh, yeah. The effects, the long lasting effects that will last, that will
1: last for, for decades. generations. Yeah. So there's the update. Our passionate The discussion. current update, Monday, August 15th. And, um, you know, we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks.
1: It, this is a humanitarian crisis. Oh, yeah. I mean, these people are not only like one of the reasons that a lot of these crimes are being committed by Homeless people, not the unhoused, Mm -hmm. um, is because they are openly allowing drug use. Yeah, they're making it enabling all of it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. enabling all of these behaviors and letting these people just run rampant, do drugs wherever they want. And I mean, like literally, what do you expect to happen when drug use is or drugs are totally decriminalized, like it is in Portland and Mm -hmm. maybe Seattle, and then you have just a complete. You have the law enforcement turning a blind eye. Yeah. Based uh, or like based on orders of standing down.
0: Yeah. And uh, essentially it is a morality issue. Like I think that the left always says, oh, the, the, and even the right, they say, oh, the war on drugs is a failure. Sure. It is a failure because we weren't setting enough, the higher standards for our men and our women in those situations we, they were not given the support um you know with with that no health care reform and yeah. all of that the system is very broken on multiple scales but right anyway, but letting people just letting people just run rampant in the street and decriminalizing it doesn't help anything
1: right and i mean we are literally we are tax-paying
0: law-abiding citizens
1: that are Paying for our law enforcement and the people of this city to be protecting us, number one, and to be keeping our city clean and 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 usable. We yeah. can't even walk in a park without no. tr- being afraid of getting harassed by right. someone. I w- and I w- again, like it's not necessarily that oh they're just homeless and they're crazy and whatever. It's like a lot of these people are on drugs, so mm-hmm. they're not like mentally sound. I know. I they was, do need help.
0: I went to Walgreens yesterday, and there was two homeless people right outside, like sitting right by the door. And I was like terrified to walk, walk out by myself. Right. I'm like, I had to think of like a game plan. <laughs> and <It's> I, unbelievable. <laughs> I wish that I had like sunglasses with like mirrors in them so I can see what's behind me. That's actually a really good idea. Anyway, I was driving down the street and there was a man driving in the middle of the road on his phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Literally you taking a that? video of himself, like clearly not in the right state of mind. Driving in, I mean, walking in the middle of the road where was there that? are cars. Was that the 405? Right, it was on Wilshire, like right at the four hundred five. Oh I, I mean, people are like honking, and it's yeah. like, what do you like? What do you think that's gonna do? Like, no. Do you think he gives a sh- He cares about no? Like, you're honking at him? Like No, he
0: doesn't care. So anyway, our point is is that the L.A. County Registrar is not following current signature verification laws, according to the Public Records Act response in Los Angeles for right. the Recall District Attorney George Gascon. So. so Sunny, take it away. Just, yeah, for basically highlights of what's been going on.
1: We found out that they are using a 2017 manual regarding the rules and processes for verifying signatures, which apply to mail-in ballots and elections, including recall elections. Got it. So on this knowledge of this information, we're like, hey, so... That's kind of weird because the normal rejection rate for signatures is about 21%. Our sample came back at 22%. So it's like a little, hmm, a little suspicious. Then we find out that they're using the wrong manual. So we're like, Mm. hey, that's weird. Can you just use the right rules? Yeah. So we've been trying to contact them and say, first of all, they they are not letting us observe the signature verification process, which is totally within our rights we've mm-hmm. requested m- several times now we find out that they're using the wrong manuals and they have not responded to remedying
0: that situation yeah
1: and all we're really asking for is a fair accurate and ethical treatment of this process yeah
0: this process that has cost millions of dollars and not are taxpayer literally funded the actually. will of the people the yeah. people of
1: the city who are tax-paying citizens who just want to be able to walk down the street and drive down the road without fearing their life is at stake
0: having to see a naked man's butthole (laughs) (laughs) sorry I've it's happened or
1: kids walking by and people just doing crack on the side of the street yeah this is insane it's insane we are allowed to live in it not even allowed we have the right to live in a city where we are not afraid for our lives yeah
0: so anyway basically the registrar is full of corrupt individuals, right? And the guy who oversees it, his name is Dean C. Logan. He, him, his. He, him, his. <laughs> by the the pronouns way. that he chooses. Um, He's a
1: man, by yeah. the way, so I don't think you needed to clarify that for yeah. us. The banks, Mr. But Logan. But he
0: did a he, he did quite a move on Twitter, right? And he subtweeted, right?
1: And that came after our um, letters that we sent to them, saying, you know, we know that you're using the wrong manuals. We know that you have trained almost. 4 to 500 people on the wrong training laws. Mm-hmm. To review these signatures. They're not following the law. Right. Follow the law. And the board of supervisors who is who are the is the the body that elected Dean Logan to his position
0: have literally sided with Gascon. Yeah. Like f- come, come out and verbally stated <laughs> that they support him and right. his policies. And
1: furthermore, they already passed an agreement that is going to be on this election so la people listen up there's going to be something on the election ballot or whatever that says do you want to remove the sheriff yeah which is exactly what they did in portland probably in seattle i always group them together because they're the same freaking liberal craziness dumpster fires yeah Do you want to remove the sheriff or not? And if we consent to that, the board of supervisors can go ahead and literally remove the sheriff from his position, who is an elected official.
0: Yeah. And the sheriff has a lot of power. Sheriffs have a lot of power within their jurisdiction. And Mr. Dean Logan has the audacity to tweet. Hashtag selective outrage, dash, dash. When confronted with fear of an unknown outcome, invent a fictitious narrative to misinform and cast doubt so he is basically subtweeting (laughs) the (laughs) recall da george gascon because we have been bringing his name up and calling him out because he is a fraud that came from seattle san francisco i think it's seattle hit this dude yes oh yeah 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 oh
1: and he had to resign from his position yeah they like kicked um, him out washington i think yeah yeah Mm he
0: he has been like he's
1: a fraud. He's been literally um, accused of voter fraud, illegally yeah. something ballot, whatever. I don't even know. This guy is a freaking lunatic.
0: Yeah. And all the replies on the tweet are like people calling him out and posting the articles. It was pretty awesome. But And when we say the left loves to mock us, this is a perfect example
1: of that. Mm-hmm. We have... We have, you know, put our constituents, people who are supporting the recall, and said, hey, go send the Board of Supervisors and Mr. Dean Logan himself emails saying, we know what you're doing. We're aware that you guys are using the wrong training manuals, and we've confronted you about it, and you're still doing nothing, and you still have not even addressed this situation. Mm-hmm. And here you are, after you've receiving all these letters, and we've publicized it, that we know exactly what you're doing,
0: you tweet this. Yeah. He goes, and goes ahead and does that move. They don't care about you. They have no morale, and they don't care. So, anyway, this kind of brings us into our next little segment, and we wanted to read this quote from a book that w- yes, we love. It's one of our favorites. <laughs> it's called *The Naked Communist*, and it's an excellent book that really goes through everything there is to know about communism, right. beginning with who Karl Marx was and what Marxism. His, yeah, yeah, what he set out to you know prove slash his philosophy right, and really and
1: what built his ideology.
0: Yeah. And so, and then it goes through like all the different layers of communism and it ex- really explains like the root of their belief system. So, right. anyway.
1: Karl Marx, one of Karl Marx's, you know, all time ideologies is that he wanted to dethrone God and destroy capitalism. Right. So, this one is from Lenin, who's, you know, uh, comes after him. Yeah. And he summarized it as this. Quote, we say that our morality is wholly subordinated to the interests of the class struggle of the proletariat.
0: So let's pause there. Yeah. The proletariat is the working class. So it's everybody outside the elitist. Right. So this is kind of how they
1: bring, you know, the the working class, the people who suffer the most. That's how they bring these people to their side by
0: saying... Capitalism keeps them sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this Some, is the reason you're suffering. Right. When really capitalism gives the ultimate freedom because right. it allows people to be their own boss or right. like entrepreneurship. The right. very foundation of what America stood for is right. the individual. This essentially is stating
1: that the interests of the, sh- the people who are struggling and, you know, what their issues are, that comes before any morality. Mm. Yeah. So in other words, whatever tends this is a this is quote from the this is a direct quote from the book, whatever tends to bring about the communist concept of material betterment is morally good, and whatever does not is morally bad. This concept is simply intended to say that the end justifies the means. It is not wrong to cheat lie, violate oaths or even destroy human life if it is good I- if it is for a good cause, right? Mm. Oh, they always say, "Oh, it's it's for a good cause." For this the betterment of the people. This mm. code of no morals accounts for the amoral behavior on the part of communists, which is frequently incomprehensible to non-communists. Yeah,
0: right. because we have a moral code of conduct right. where we understand do not lie, do not cheat, do right. not steal, and we want right. to have this obviously create a safe public safety system right and so when you don't have a
1: code of moral conduct at all because Mm -hmm. your ultimate goal
0: it comes before Mm -hmm. any
1: code of moral conduct and your ultimate goal is destruction yeah you would allow yourself to do
0: anything and we see this with the critical race theory we see this with the queer theory where they're trying to just totally deconstruct what normal is what a girl is what a boy is what a female and a male do to make a baby they don't <laughs> even want to call a baby a baby it's right, a clump or a, of cells. Woman, a birthing person yeah it's a clump of cells and so they've right. just they continue to twist and redefine right. twist and redefine twist and redefine and this is and a right. huge point in their playbook exactly. you can see it throughout all the communist dictators and the leftist regimes that have yep. gained power they constantly blur the lines, muddy the
1: waters. And so you're not really sure what we're talking about at the yeah. end of the day There's because no, it, can it can be anything.
0: Truth. Yeah. Right. Just and they make up the rules. Yeah. Whatever you feel is, is best. It's it's kind of like just serving the God of self. Right.
1: And S- something that we also love to talk about is that people have to understand that the ultimate goal for, you know, Marxist believers is the system is corrupt and oppressive. We need to dismantle the entire system because then we can implement a system that works for all.
0: Yep. A better, like, just creating a better society for... oh for Everyone is equal. But they ha- we have to follow their rules. Right. To make it better. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Peter Ducey is one of our favorite reporters um, in the press media, and he really is able to... Create accountability with the press secretary, C- Corinne Jean Pierre. Jean Pierre. <laughs> that pronunciation was really good for me, by the way. Jean Pierre. Jean Pierre. <laughs> I speak French for anyone who's listening. Okay, but so pop- I actually know how to say it. Say it properly. Jean Pierre. Okay. So <laughs> anyway. he's the only
1: one actually giving any pushback, yeah. and it's so funny when you watch it because there are other journalists in there and they just completely look they dead. They have their in masks the on. They're like. They have their Blood. little
0: mask on. <laughs> oh, they're and, thinnier, oh, hey and they're just asking what Joe Biden's nah. favorite color is. What ice cream flavor is
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Are Where's they? your blazer from that you can't seem to put on? Right. Uh,
0: oh my he was God. not able to get that coat on. Yeah, no. Not yeah, at all. I know. It's okay. too much.
1: This is a clip from Today's America, and just a forewarning, there is an explosion sound, so don't be alarmed. Let's just play the clip. Clip play number it. two. Clip number
2: two. If things are going so great though, then why is it the White House officials are trying to redefine recession? No, we're not redefining recession. If we all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth in a row, and then you have White House officials okay. come up here to say, no, 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 that's not what a recession is it's something else how is that not redefining recession
0: because that's not the definition
2: that is not the definition Francis said in 2008 of course economists have a technical definition which is of a recession which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth
0: uh, the textbook definition
1: of recession is not is not two negative quarters of g
0: so as you saw in the video that was kareem jean Pierre. um redefining the word recession blatantly lying to peter ducey who was pressing her and the american public and the american public who is pressing her on the definition of a recession which is a two consecutive quarters with negative gdp growth and that has happened in the u.s and she says no we are not redefining it it." and this is what the left does. So they've done this in the past with r- the redefinition of words. And so starting with recession, they have redefined disinformation. They have redefined domestic terrorist. They have redefined insurrectionist. They have redefined voter suppression, even going as far as to call it Jim Crow 2.0. They have redefined illegal alien to being undocumented immigrants They have redefined homeless to unhoused neighbors and they are redefining male and female and what the biological functions of those two things or those two, (laughs) two sexes do, which is create a baby. But they call those, they call the baby a clump clump of cells. And don't
1: even dare call yourself a woman.
0: Don't even dare. Right. Because I'm not a biologist. In reality,
1: we're birthing people yeah
0: i'm not a biologist either no you're not follow the science well i can't even trust (laughs) myself and that is a point of a communist ideology that is one of their first things is that they attack the individual and our own critical thinking and and discernment and discernment and we cannot even trust ourselves exactly and we have to listen to the state and what the state says and they're able to redefine it for us because
1: we can't even think
0: that far right
1: and that's how they create the useful idiot because it's like they instill this 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 outrage and this arrogance of their you know liberal mob to say you know well, you have to listen to us and we're right but they're really just regurgitating the talking points of the left like they just are literally the little pawns that go out there and create this false outrage this and use their liberal privilege to just say anything they want and tout anything that they want and mm-hmm. redefine all these words and claim it
0: truth exactly it's called
1: gaslighting people
0: gaslighting like we've never seen before as Americans and it's only going to get worse. And this is
1: I mean, to really simplify it, it's like being in an abusive relationship with the government.
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, if we look at past, you know, leftist regimes and communist takeovers that have happened throughout history, um, beginning with Mao and the Cultural Revolution he had. And then the Great Loop Forward, he had the Red Guards who were these these militant, violent youth members right. of china yep. who he indoctrinated through the schooling system and yeah, contr- yeah controlled everything and then he began agricultural collectivism he seized the lands from the farmers and redistributed it among peasants and the poor people and all that yep. and then demanded well they they fall through with the, their promises usually like the first year and then after the first year they just crack down right and so they're the people are fully entrenched in their system by then and it's too late and they don't they they don't have the power right. to like get out and then also it's like the indoctrination and the brainwashing and it's just like that's all they know at that point like
1: well if you don't have any tools or resources to fend for yourself and you're getting everything from a, from the government of course they can control how much you're getting yeah yeah
0: and so then they just come back and they start to demand more and more of the surplus food. And then again, there's yeah. not enough for everybody. And they would say they would write
1: in these journals, you know, they had to keep a journal of how much food they were giving to each part of their village or and whatever the would farmers lie. would say. And they would say, yeah, oh, you know, we know we need food. Like we don't mm-hmm. have enough food to feed our people. The people were literally starving. And they would go back to the government and say, OK, here's our, you know, here's our collection of food how much food we've used and what our ratio is and whatever and they're like no 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 you're great you don't need any more food and it's mm-hmm. like no no our people are starving we don't have food you need to give us more rice nope yep nope and just lie just yeah. blatant lies at this point like we said before there is no code of moral conduct so they can create the rules yeah. and change the rules whenever they
0: see whenever they see fit yeah and then lenin promised peace bread and land for the good of the people Castro. It's always for the good of the people Yeah, always that's a, <laughs> that's because right. it's collectivism it's collectivism right. versus individualism and that's something that i think we're going to address in the future yeah. but the whole thing is is that your ear should actually perk up when you hear the squad and the aoc and the radical left and the democratic socialists in power in office right now when they say that this is better for the collective or that we're all we're all one. When they start to use yep. those kinds of phrases, you need to perk your ears up and say, what else are they saying? And what is the real reason they're saying yeah. this is because that they're trying to implement collectivism. And right. c- and that is the first thing that communists have done right. in the past th- to overthrow the government. And, you know, when they seize power, they start to indoctrinate people on the collectivism so anyway then castro did it um let's see he ran on you know he ran on these uh promising democracy and and a free market economy and then shortly after he took office he pushed the president your your i don't know how to pronounce that out of office and then uh, suddenly elections would not be held and the leadership in cuba was full authoritarian authoritarian marxists who sided with him (laughs) <laughs> after that, after he took office The U.S. relations broke down And then thousands were executed without trial And Cuba embraced the Soviet Union As a partner, model, <laughs> and chief benefactor Unbelievable. And then Chavez was democratically elected He promised to overcome poverty And resorted to printing money Hospitals ran out of basic medicine And then they had no pr- food for impoverished children And then a recent study or an article um, showed that the average Venezuelan lost 24 pounds due to food shortages <coughs> and more than 2 million have fled the country because of his socialist policies. And right. then Nicolas Maduro is currently in power and is even yeah. worse than Chavez. It's, it's, it's like it's the, r- yeah. the, suce- the person that succeeds, succeeds, sorry, succeeds, yeah. succeeds, like Stalin was worse than Lenin. And now Maduro is worse than Chavez. So it's like they just once they're able to like get past really that first dictator, that they're like right. ramp down.
1: And, and then and th- it's important to like the reason why we're bringing these things up is because this wasn't so long ago. No. And it's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just now we're that it's reached process. our shores.
0: Yeah. It's reached our shores. Exactly. And we're in the process of essentially a Marxist, communist, Leninist, whatever you want to call it. Right. Take, take over. over. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if we're not aware of the playbook, then we can't. We don't understand we what don't comes next. Back. So we need to understand history before yeah it catches up to us. But Sonny you can take the last one on Hitler. Go oh boy. for it.
1: <laughs> well, Hitler was a soldier in World War One, and so that's really where he garnered his outrage. Um, this is we see this where it's like you know they use a certain event in the past to whip up support mm-hmm. and outrage for you know being humiliated and this is this is unbelievable like this is you know Germans should be treated better than this and the Treaty of Versailles and the war which bankrupted the country basically allowed them to be at this place in society where people were just searching for answers again their money was you know valueless they're just rolling <laughs> r- pushing around wheelbarrows filled with money and that's when he Joined the German Workers' Party, which eventually became the Nazi Party. This is around 1920, and he capitalized on this point that Germany was being humiliated and treated unfairly, um, whipping up German nationalism, which is followed by years of violent attacks, such as Kristallnacht. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stick Kristallnacht. <laughs> <laughs> also indoctrinating the youth with the Nazi youth programs. There's a really good movie about this called Europa Europa. Mm. It's you can't even find it anywhere. But really, it, yeah, this kid like goes undercover in the Nazi... He's like a Jew and he goes undercover in the Nazi and it's like the youth program. It's it's wild.
0: Wow. Um. They, always, febru- a- they always attack the youngest generation. Yeah. And we- that's what we're witnessing Right, because you now. can
1: literally corrupt the minds mm-hmm. and disrupt their
0: I mean, if you're able to get them, you know, four or five years old, right. that's really where it begins. And then right. they disrupt don't know any the nat- difference.
1: The natural development... In February 1933, he signed the Enabling Act, <laughs> which is...
0: Such a funny word for right, it. blatant.
1: Mm-hmm. Gave him, gave Hitler the ability to act without limitations from the Reichstag. <laughs> <laughs> the Reichstag. That took me like five minutes to spell. <laughs> R. <laughs> which was their body of government or the, con- or the German constitution which was obviously null and void at this point he eliminates civil liberties and opportunities for the opposition for like basically political parties that were not the Nazis uh, became illegal in July of 1933 and then following year Hitler instructs his SS the Gestapo to execute political rivals where I mean this was just in the beginning 150 people were killed in, the, in about three to four days after he you know after this happened after he signed that. Um, and then he abolished the role of the president, which Castro did as well. Mm-hmm. And this is total elimination. One party mm-hmm. rule. So he became the president, the chancellor, and the fuhrer. Yeah. All in one fell swoop. And uh, then everyone takes the oath to Hitler. Allegiance to him and only him and his cause.
0: I mean, simple as that. And the playbook the playbook has never changed. Right. And, and above this we wrote, communist takeover. Takeovers. Let me start over Above this, or sorry, I'm not going to say above this, but I'm just going to add on. What was I saying before? I'm just going to say throughout history. From all of these examples, it's clear that throughout history, there's never been a government that continues to grow in power and also simultaneously continues to have the best intentions for their people. Right. Communist takeovers aren't rare Mm -hmm. and communists are patient. Right. They'll play the long game. They play the long game, and then they understand when the f- the field is ready for the harvest. And they literally, if you if you research, like, you know, leftist activists and socialists and, you know, Social justice warriors. Yeah, social justice warriors. You will literally, some of them, unlike they're, like, on the Wikipedia and stuff, it's, like, what their job is or, like, the position or whatever. And it literally says, like, activist slash agitator. Right, and they want to disrupt. They want to the dismantle. Ab- yeah, that is like their whole thing. Is that they just have to constantly aggravate right. the youth mm-hmm. because the youth don't know any better, and they don't know history. Yeah, they're not being taught anymore. Right, they're not being taught in the classrooms. So then they, when we see all these red flag behaviors from the left, saying, "Oh, that is not the definition of recession," they don't understand. Oh, hey, wait, other communist dictators have done this in the exactly. past or hey wait that reminds me of the cultural revolution when right. Mao indoctrinated the youth and so anyway
1: well tell a big enough lie and the lie becomes truth
0: right exactly holy <laughs> mother pearl this is what we're living through
1: Ali's reacting to is it recording,
0: recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quoted oh by
1: Joseph Goebbels <laughs> The Nazi minister of propaganda, guys. It's propaganda. Let's just call it what it is. It's total propaganda. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic, and or military consequences of the lie. It thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent. For the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie. And thus, by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state.
0: Again, that was said by Joseph Goebbels. Is <laughs> you <Sorry laughs> say his last name? Goebbels. Nazi <laughs> propaganda chief. And it, the original description of the big lie appeared in the Mein Kampf, Ida Hitler Hitler <laughs> wrote, <laughs> <laughs> while he was in prison. Which means my struggle, yeah. Which means my struggle. Um, and applied it to the behavior of Jews rather than as a tactic he advocated one of the main things that I really like interests me in learning more about like these communist dictators and just dictators in general is the psychological aspect it is so fascinating and I'm and I just figured out there's like a whole category of psychology for psychopolitics and um on this um let's see this Psychological analysis of Hitler's life and legend. Yes. It says, it says his primary rules were never allow the public to cool off, never admit a fault or wrong, never concede that there may be good in your enemy, never leave room for, for alternatives, never accept blame, <laughs> concentrate on one enemy at a time and blame him for everything that goes wrong people will be believe a big lie sooner than a little one. And if you repeat it frequently enough, people will sooner or later believe it. And he under, Hitler understood that. And again, and again it, it says the British, the English follow the principle that when one lies, one should lie big and stick to it. They keep up their lies even at risk of looking ridiculous. Right. And that is exactly what we're living through yeah. right now.
1: And just to bring it back to the raid again, it's like the fact that they can be so flagrant and bold and shameless about their actions just goes to prove, if anything, that they're not following the rule of law.
0: No. They have no interest in following the rule of law. Right. Again, with that quote that we said from the Naked Communists, they have no interest in having a morale, a set of moral principles. Right, because... Trump is bad and they just they wanna, you know, they gotta stop him. Right. Trump is a horrible human being, right? Right. Yeah, oh my gosh. of gosh. Anyway, right. well <laughs> Okay, well, Okay. Well. <laughs> thank, thank you for um, hearing us out. Right. <laughs> Fight the commies. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We'll just anyway. walk away. Leave <laughs> that mic job. But again, action points, stay involved, don't give up. Don't be defeated. Don't be
1: defeated. Right. They're just showing themselves for the propagandists, Mm -hmm. commie liars that they are. And the only way to fight them is to understand their tactics so that we we don't have to be subjected to it and corrupted by it.
0: And remember, the worst thing that we can do is not call them out for who they are. And these people are destructive and dangerous and they want to destroy the very fabric of our country. And just the entirety of the world they want to just redesign everything so anyway i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode this very passionate discussion yeah and we're fired up (laughs) we are fired up but anyway enjoy the rest of your day (laughs)
1: thanks (laughs) for listening like (laughs) subscribe yes like follow (laughs) right send us a comment send us your emails yeah uh, with questions or anything you want us to discuss what was that what's the
0: email press.thecurrent at gmail.com thank you allison
2: yes and we'll see you next time Bye. bye